Katie. How are you? Good, and you? It's raining purple. It is. We are all purple. Diamond <laughs> Ladies Classic done in the books. Yeah, we're post Diamond <laughs> Ladies Classic. We're all in a little bit of recovery, I think. A little bit. We've been talking about it for months and months. It's finally happened. Now we get to like bask in all the glory of it. <laughs> yeah, it was a fabulous weekend. Um, so we have a fantastic co-host tonight who's going to be joining us for the whole show. Um, should we bring her right in? Yeah, I think we, we introduce. All right. So joining us as co-host tonight, we have Miss Stacy. Hi, girls. How's it going? It's getting better. <laughs> it's getting better. You're done. You can relax. It's exhausting, but worth every single second, that's for sure. It was long hours but totally worth it yeah so tell us a little bit about how the weekend went like numbers like let us know what what happened all right we have some good numbers some outrageous ones but i think we'll talk about like the ones that came from out of town so we had three bowlers from manitoba eight from british columbia six from saskatchewan one from ontario one from newfoundland and then we had what was our number? I think 23 from Alberta, but not Calgary. So we did the math, but math's not my forte, but 78% of the bowlers that came this weekend were from out of town. So it was way more than I think we expected, that's for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was surprising when we had to make that last minute call on Thursday night, early Friday, but... Uh, to drop to 16, the top 16 instead of the 32. But we, I think we made the right call and it worked out. And we ended up with 73 scratch entries and 27 POA entries anyway. So it was a wild, super success. Yeah. And like there was lots of support kind of coming from all over the country when you think about people who are coming. But I have the live stream numbers as well. Um, so the finals as of yesterday morning there was 1275 views on the final sunday live stream and then in total for the week as of yesterday morning 3650 views amazing so, amazing we did that yeah <laughs> crazy that's a it's a it's that's a lot of live streams it is yeah that's and a lot of interest like we were talking about it behind the scenes here and you were like, yeah, but everybody was at the bowling alley. So like who was we watching? Were all there. But there was lots of people who had interest and were just wanting to know what was going on and seeing how it was going. So that's exciting that there was. Support. I thought uh, that the support there was, was really neat. Uh, the, the environment of the whole place was so positive it was, uh, I've never really been in an environment like that. Everything was just so, there was like no tension. We were we were just there like, you know, supporting and having like a, a good weekend, a great competitive weekend. Yeah. That I don't think any one of us, and us three for sure, and I think the three of us have talked about it. I don't think any one of us kind of knew what to expect having a female only event. And it was, it for me personally, it was far more competitive than what I actually could have thought. Right. I mean, I, I agree. I 
first of all, I want to start like the vibe. Like I didn't get there until before the doubles, but the doubles event vibe was just incredible. People were happy. They were enjoying themselves. Um, just like the attention to detail, Stacy, that you put into the bowling alley and yeah, just like the little things, right? The champagne for the ladies, um, I thought was really, really neat. When you walked in, you, there just was, everybody was hugging. Um, and then just to talk about like the competitive part, it was not easy to make that cut. Like it was, it, it just felt very like high level, but also very encouraging where you had people were, who were helping you along the way, who were supportive. Um, and obviously there's some reflection in that, right? Like I still walked away disappointed, even though I did great, yeah. right? Um, and I think it's important to talk about that because the reflection is, is there were people who should have, you know, made the cut, who are at the level where they should make the cut and they're sitting back, but they're there Sunday and they're watching. They're like, I'm disappointed in myself, but there's this reflection thing that, that goes on to say like, I'll be back and I'll continue to keep working on my game and the development of my game and, and, and all of that. Like many people haven't really thrown a ball since if you don't make open nationals or masters nationals, you're really not playing in anything. You might, your last event might've been the green and gold. And if it wasn't for that, then it's maybe like the tail end of a spring league or, you know, the, the end of a qualifying thing for a masters, which is the kind of last running event for the majority of us. So, you know, many are not throwing balls. They're not in the groove, right? Outside of, you know, those open players are people who are getting ready for Masters. So I felt like it was a really, really, really high level, Stacy. So th thank you. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I I mean, I can only go off the experience we had when we ran mm -hmm. the Open, right? Like 15 years ago. And sometimes the cut was like 1940. Right. And, you know, we had like maybe 160 entries and it was mixed. Right. But like this is 73 entries of women and the cut was 1987. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's I think I wanted it to be that high. I thought Toppler's pro is scoring really well this year. But I, I just thought, like, what can we prove to ourselves? Right. Mm -hmm. What can we what can we put together? And I saw so I kind of went back and looked at your guys' master scores this year and over the past couple of years at Toppler too, right? Just to see. And I thought maybe, like I thought on the high side, like the high high would be 1950. So it was over what I thought, but it was, that was just the level of competitiveness that was there, mm -hmm. right? right? And you had a fantastic weekend, personally bowling. Like you averaged 260, shot 2087 to qualify seventh overall. I know Sunday wasn't exactly what you were hoping for, but like, how was it playing and organizing kind of wearing both, both shirts? Um, I think, I don't really know what happened on Friday. You guys, I haven't you played eight out. games for probably like, you know, other than qualifying for the open the past couple of years, but like for an eight game block, I haven't done that for a long time personally. Uh, right. <clears throat> let alone dead it at Toppler while I'm running an event, but I really just channeled Mark Miller. I'm not going to lie. I was like, he always makes it. He always makes it and he runs the tournament. You can do it too. And you know, or just, it, yeah, it just kind of happened and it was not difficult for what I would say. I will say for those of you who are out there who watch the podcast, I have been working very closely with Desiree mm -hmm. and it has definitely changed some of the, more negative things I felt like, right? So 
that part is working. And then Sunday, it was, I haven't been in that situation for a long time, wasn't sure how to under, like, really kind of focus while running it. Thank you, Katie, because you ran it. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, personally, I don't like the live stream, and I had to put on the live stream back-to-back -back sides. And then I think mm -hmm. playing Brittany was more difficult because she's one of my best friends and and so it was kind of hard to like get in that focus too but on top of the whole thing it was pretty silent in the bowling alley like we were all pretty dialed in so it wasn't the result but i made a cut and that's like that's what we set this up for right we set this up for the women to get this level of experience so so those of us that made the 16 i think 10 of us had never made a cut before and that's what the goal was, was to give another level of experience and, and to have like, you know, a little notch on your belt that, you know, you could go to the next event. Right. So with that in that mind, like it, it worked for us. Stacy, just quickly before maybe we um, head to our tournament sponsors, but I really want to just talk about um, some of the payouts and maybe um, the silent auction. Perfect. So we did a little silent auction. I think we had about eight different items. Um, from Sportcheck and Sobeys and Great West Kenworth. And we made $750. That's going to go to the Canadian Cancer Society as soon as this podcast is over. <laughs> um, this is mind blowing for me. And, and I hope everybody can understand the, the capacity of this. We had 73 entries on the, on the scratch side and we handed out $19,610. I have threw in a little extra 10 to get us there, but um, <laughs> You know, Jennifer Smith, who won it, she won over $4,000. And Alyssa, who came in second, won over $2,600. And little tiny Maddie, who ran both sides for a very long time, won over $2,200. So, I mean, that's just what we put together with 73 entries. It was incredible. But again, because of our sponsors, yeah. who really, like, really threw themselves into this with me, the POA, we paid out, uh, there's 27 entries, and we paid out over $5,000. So Carol Billick, who won, she won $1,375. And Brittany, who made both sides, actually, she uh, came second in the POA and won $1,060. And then funny that Michelle Beatty qualified twice in the POA, and she won $1,350. So the money was, I think, for me, looking at it, um, astronomical mm -hmm. yeah. right it was really good yeah that's incredible yeah it was and like you said all could not have been possible without sponsors so that's like right. aside yeah. from fab five and all of their organization aside from five pin universe donating the live stream um there was lots of other sponsors we can just go through really quickly so we had glencoe janitorial services matt and laurie chapman we actually came down and, and made sandwiches for everybody on Saturday and got to view in the bowling, so it was extra special. High performance coating, that's an oil and gas company or oil and gas paint company that Rich Weber works for. Tim Shifley, his wife Loretta Shifley played in our POA division. Quality trophies, did those amazing trophies for us. Oh, that's be my dad, Toffler Bowl. <laughs> and then we had the two main sponsors. Rhonda McDougall and Venom Industrial Inc. Thank you so much. <laughs> and Brittany Johnson with Body Things. Amazing, amazing, just wonderful. 
amazing. So we could probably bring in Rhonda and Brittany. We have them here ready to chat with us a little bit and we'll see what they have to say. How's it going, ladies? Good, how are you guys? Very good. good. So we have fantastic Brittany and Rhonda here who were some of the title sponsors for the event. Both of you had fantastic tournaments as well. We're just gonna give like a little recap of your events just because not only were you two of the major sponsors, but you also played in the event. You played really well in the event. So uh, Brittany, you qualified 10th overall with a 2048. And on the A side, you ended up winning against Stacy in the first round and then were taken out by Maddie in our second round. And on the B side, you won against Julia Robco and then lost to Alyssa Campbell, who started running that B side. Okay. And then Rhonda, you had a 1989 to get that 15th spot. And your Sunday, kind of like Stacy's, not quite what you were hoping for. A side, Heidi Mapstone took you out and then B side, Alyssa Campbell in the first round, but still fantastic showings from mm -hmm. both of you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. So, so let's talk a little bit about um, um, a sponsorship because it, it is a big key and you guys are basically our key title sponsors, but maybe just a little bit from each of you, like what made you want to donate to a, a women's event and um, mm -hmm. why is it why is it important to you? I think for me, um, Stace came to me months ago. Um, myself and another owner of Body Things, where we are females and we have almost all female staff as well so i think it was important to kind of highlight that part and aspect um and i thought the whole idea of the event was amazing to get more women out there and bowling and playing and competing again right yeah <laughs> and for me um i've been doing a lot of sponsorship through our masters in the open and things like that um and my favorite color is purple so when you guys, when you guys started putting this together, I meant to start to speak to Stacy well in advance, and and I, I think the timing just worked out for us because Stacy was having a rough day and, and and going through a lot of things, and then I said, "Hey, I want a sponsor," and she was just like, "Oh my God, you just made my day," and and so it, it was right timing for me to reach out and say I want to do this, and. Um, I just started playing the cash tournaments last year. Calgary, what, or the Autumn Open was my very first one outside of the province. So um, I'm just starting to get my feet wet. But I've always wanted to do something to empower women and help women um, uh, just excel and be better. And what more than having a, a women's event that can, like I had so many people say, I think I'm going to play the Autumn Open. I'm going to think I'm going to mm -hmm. do this. I'm going to do more because of the event that we had. and. Um, like that's just very cool. It's yeah. a great segue, Rhonda. Like, so um, first time that you've actually made a cut outside of your province was the Diamond Ladies Classic, which is phenomenal. Brittany, it's your first time making a cut, right? In in yeah. in a in a major thing. So that's a really big yeah. deal. And to come to play and to play the way that you both did, I think, is remarkable. Um, it also enables other people who, you know, are still reaching for the stars to go, oh my goodness, like I want to be a part of it. That's how I always feel. Like at the end of the day, Rhonda, you had to, you had, you knew you had to pick a chop off 
to make the cut <laughs> and you did it and then you were able to wake up in your purple flip-flops on <laughs> on Sunday morning and you bring your purple backpack to to the Water event model. on Sunday yeah right so i think it's like you know if you've played these events and i know Brittany you've watched a lot of events you've actually went to a lot of the WCBT events and Rhonda you you've come this year as well but how was this did this feel different what how was it different yeah. and what did you enjoy most about the event um, I mean, I haven't even played like a main event WCBT thing for probably 10 years, to be honest. I always play like the doubles and bakers mm -hmm. and stuff like that, just because I honestly haven't played much of anything lately. But um, I think obviously I'd, I want to support Stace and Toppler. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll come in and do it. <laughs> and I really surprised myself and haven't played like that for a really, really long time. But it definitely, I think, has given me the motivation to probably try something again outside of the ladies now. Great. Right. Yeah. For me, um, women are just more kind-hearted. And I felt <laughs> like we, um, we just fully supported each other and we're cheering each other on. Like I was two-handed high-fiving the girls that I was playing with in, in, in just their, our eight. And, um, just took it all in it was just um it was just amazing to see the numbers even you know we had some people um not able to make it last minute and i know stace was concerned about that but we still got great numbers yeah. for, for for the event and and uh i did three tries to get in there and got there but uh <laughs> but but it was just it, it was it's just different it's just different because it's um i think i think women are are um, really good at supporting each other um, and and just a little like I say a little more soft-hearted kind-hearted the mother figures right and so I'm 54 and I'm just starting to play cash tournaments and I have no plans on stopping right so like if I can do it bring like all you young ones got to get out there and do it too right so yeah so I mean I, sorry Katie I think that's, that's okay. perfect that's a perfect thing like in terms of advice for all that were there or all that were watching or all that have like interest in joining us for next year like what advice would would you give those ladies come in and experience it because if you don't you'll always wonder what what am i missing right like you just said like Brittany for, for her like i was just so stoked to see her just oh, pumped yeah. up like that and coming off the lane it was so awesome and people that have never played anything in the poa side i was i was kind of a little bit oh okay that's different um when i first heard about it and then i was like oh my god like it just lit the fire of these gals and they made it on both sides like they scratch and poa like <laughs> like look what happens right and it just it just you embrace it and you just it's how can you not just excel in that environment yeah, yeah. that's awesome all right um i think are we ready anything else we want to ask these lovely ladies unless they've got anything else to add yeah just i want thank to you. say thank you yeah. Well, from the bottom of my heart, thank you girls <laughs> so much. Thank you so much. And that was that day. Like when I first asked Brittany, it was pretty, you know, phenomenal. And I didn't really even know how to ask her. It was just like, <laughs> I'm just going to ask. But when Rhonda messaged me that day, I just got back from YBC Nationals, I think. 
or it was just before and I and Rana said that and I was like, oh my God, like mind blowing, right? So mm -hmm. thank you so, so much because we just wouldn't be able to do this without you guys for sure. Oh, you're welcome. And yeah. for, for just the last thing for me, uh, I came home and I got a hold of my uh, graphic designer. I'm making a purple Venom logo for next year. And <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm helping to, um, I'm working with Mark to design jackets too. So um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so good was, to hear that you'll be back like, next year. Absolutely. And, and also, you know, we'll see you guys on the cash tour and mm -hmm. trying out for different things. So that's amazing. Yes. Thank you Thanks. very much. Thank yeah, you, Rhonda and Brittany. Yeah, it's great. Thanks, guys. And we'll talk to you soon. You bet. That's good. Bye. Bye. Amazing. All right. So with kind of carrying on with our sponsors, our next guest we have is part of our fantastic Fab Five. Um, let's bring her in and then we can get talking about that. You as we're sorting this out, <laughs> she sounded amazing. No, no. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna kick her out for a minute. Shana, <laughs> this is the best. We're gonna we're gonna kick her out, and we'll have her come back okay. in, hopefully in just a second. I promise you, everyone who's watching, she sounded amazing at we at six fifty five. Yeah. So we were something happened. How, yeah, we were complimenting how good her Wi-Fi was, how clear her picture was, Aww. and then little little snafu there. I'm hoping she'll just like come pop back right in. Um, but maybe while we're waiting for her, if one of you wants to kind of just quickly touch on Fab Five. Sure, Stacey, you want to take the lead? Sure, sure. While we're waiting, I mean, Shauna uh, is uh, one of our members. Tracy is another member. Myself. Uh, Karen Armstrong and Maria Wood, and we came together oh, a couple years wow. ago. Yes. Right? Yeah. During a season starting podcast, I believe, with the with the WCBT and the Pipe Universe. Can you guys hear me? Yay! Oh, so much uh, better. Flunkle? There. Okay. Don't Try move. Again. Do not move. Okay, I'm not moving. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Hi. I think I adjusted something on the back end. It should be okay now. Okay, it just keeps saying touch for sound and then it disappears. So You're good. I'm not touching nothing. <laughs> Don't touch anything. You're good now. Okay. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm, I'm good. Again, I apologize profusely. Oh, oh, no worries. No worries. So, Shauna, I was just, I just finished announcing who the Fab Five members are. Perfect. Thank you. And then um, I'm going to go over a little bit about what you did this weekend. Okay. So, you qualified six overall with a 2097 and an average of 262. I don't even know how this draw happened, but Katie was with me and Charlotte drew it. And on the A and the B side, you drew Karen Armstrong, your bestie with your matching shirts and your 
my uh, roommate. Yeah, yeah. So um, on the A side, Karen won that one. Yes. And then you came and, and won her on the B side. And then you played Heidi and won, and Anne Marie Peterson and won. And then you lost to Alyssa Campbell. That's right. I sure wish I had had a little bit of a break after Annette because I was certainly on a huge high, right? And I just needed a come down period and started in right in the match with Alyssa and things just kind of fell apart for me there. So I wasn't was quite the same person. That match with Anne Marie then, was that a, that was a tight one? Well, I'd won my first one and then I, I believe she had come on strong that one and I ended the game with a five bagger to beat her and she needed to get a double and got the first one and then missed the middle or second shot and 11 yeah. there and it was really that cool. was it so and but throwing the five bagger at the end when the whole day I was internally combusting right like I'd set up my shot looked down my ball to my target and that ball was bobbing like a fish online ladies I tell ya <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, like, yeah. and and somehow, some way, I kind of breathed through it, and you know, it worked for a few matches anyway. Both beautiful, yeah. Thank and you, it my was friend. really, really, really nice. I know you've taken a bit of a break from the game, and um, it did not go unnoticed that you have been working very, very hard. You and I, I know you like from almost the day we were born and you, you bowled beautifully. Thank you, Tracy. That really, really means a lot, my girl. Mm -hmm. Yes. This year, um, I mentally, I mentally fell apart this year. Everything about bowling for the last three years has been super, super methodical. And you know what? I've just come to the conclusion Breathe, set your feet, breathe, drive the line and throw the damn ball. It's that simple. <laughs> it's what's yeah. here that makes it hard, right? It's true. I think it's it's really timely advice, honestly, because I think uh, the majority of players, they all go through that. Um, right. we, we see it all the time on Facebook. Alyssa, I'm really proud of Alyssa because she often will show how she's feeling after an event. Right. And I think it's important for us as women to like hear that and understand that, that <sighs> you can't ride the bus all the time and no. be the greatest, but you definitely can have moments of greatness and, um, and moments of reflection. And I think what it does show is it shows, do I still have the desire? Do I still have you know, the passion, do I, is it do, do I want to strive to be amongst the best? Right. right. Um, and I think that's really important to talk about that. Um, the example being is I had the privilege of bowling with Denise Howie on my Saturday mm. shift. And, you know, these women are amazing POA. Their attitudes are just incredible and their mm -hmm. desire to get better is even more phenomenal than my desire and passion to play almost. Mm -hmm. And do you know that every ball I threw on Saturday between my deep breaths and telling myself to drive, out, drive the line and the girls were just howling at me was every ball. I'm like, be a good example, be a good example, be a good example. And I don't know why that was so important to me, but I just knew that had I internally combusted or did something really wrong out there on the lanes that day, 
it could be the difference between maybe these women want women wanting to come back and maybe not, you know? I think so, you're right. I think the events show listen, often for me personally, I can get very serious. Oh, for sure. And me too. For me, when I'm trying to think about competing at a really high level, I get quiet and I internalize stuff and I don't need the I don't enjoy the noise around me, let's just say when you're trying right. to advance. It's different if you're on a team, you're set on a team, then it's an outpour right. of energy. But this event reminded you that you could have fun. Right. And still be great out there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's a learning thing for me again this year with everything that I've gone through mentally. I think fun didn't exist in bowling for me anymore, right? I just, I knew what I wanted and I... Tr tried so damn hard to get what I wanted I just forgot that having the fun would get me there alone and the basics would get me there alone instead of placing the ball for three and a half years it was awful yeah for sure right amazing one last question okay thank you for coming on the podcast and having better wi-fi thank you <laughs> now Elon is the savior yes it's amazing but a couple questions um okay. the fab five is so kind of been a component um of the sport and I just want you to maybe just lend some insight why the fab five um came together and maybe you know some of the things that 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 group of women has done and what's what's the future vision for fab five okay well um fab five was created to get more and more of her involved in the wcbt events right we mm -hmm. were trying to promote that anybody could compete against these wonderful darling gentlemen that we bowl with right <laughs> and um for the year i think we struggled we got our message across it was sort of the same in that year that we created it it was sort of the same still the same women that were there but if we were to take what we've done in that year and move it into this year we've got a new committee within fab five stacy and her <laughs> diamond classic ladies that created this entity for her to bowl and if i'm correct um the qualifiers in the wcbt we had three we didn't have two like we did the last time we had three so in my world that's a win-win right more yeah. ladies we need to compete against these boys we can do it we're just as capable we do have a team member on our in our fab five that is a huge advocate of uh youth bowling and right. and I think it's important because like she always reminds us like how are we going to empower and enrich like the next generation of of our youth bowlers and so um, you know we think about that often but do you have any insight or thoughts around on that you're well, very involved in youth bowling as well well absolutely I've been coaching youth bowling for 25 years I've had the pleasure of coaching some national teams now and um, you know what these kids are strong and they're confident coming out of ybc i don't know what we're feeding them or what we're coaching them but they come out and they are hungry ladies like especially the ladies look at little madison strong confident competing both sides like in run ladders it's amazing awesome. i think we're i think we're gonna see bright futures of the future of her perfect mm. I agree. That's what we yes. want. 
Yes. Yeah. And like, look at your daughter, Stacy, right? Yeah. I look up to that kid more than I can tell you. And Me she's too. right. Yeah. Stellar bowler. Stellar. Yeah. She pushes us for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be that great? Yeah, exactly. Shauna, thank you so much. Congratulations again. Thank you for being thank part you. of Fab Five and and um, and helping helping us empower her and and keeping you, girl. Hey, the one funny fact for us, Shauna, four okay. out of five of us, we made the cut. I'm yes. How stellar and our sponsors <laughs> to boot, right? Yes. Yes. So Amazing. lots of good showing out there, and every woman that played of the hundred entries. You all represented the Diamond Classic ladies, I tell you. Well mm -hmm. done, beautiful. And Stacy, bravo, my friend. Thank you. Katie, holy schmoly lady. You're crazy <laughs> nut. I love you, T. <laughs> I love you too. Okay. All right. Bye, Thanks, all right. Shana. Bye, guys. So much love. Bye. 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 Amazing. A little bit of a rough start in the beginning of hers, but it ended <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Little Donald Duck voice there for a few minutes. But. A little alien over there, but that's okay. We got her going. Um, and we can move right on into our next one. She kind of alluded to our next guest. Miss Madison. Hi. Hi, Maddie. How's Hi. it going? I'm good. So. Is this yeah. more nerve-wracking being on the podcast? Everybody's solely focused on you, Maddie, than it was you running both sides? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she told me in the car on the way home. She's like, I don't want to be on the podcast. I'm like, you don't have a choice. Sorry. <laughs> um, so we'll go kind of into your, your Sunday and your tournament because it was incredible. So, A, you were the youngest player in the field of 16, which is such an incredible accomplishment you were the person who went the farthest on both sides um, so you qualified ninth overall with a 2056 on side a you started out with a win against Anne marie by two points then you won against Brittany, won against jesse bailey by one point one and then you lost to jen smith um, and then on the B side, you won against Christine Poxa, you won against Carol, and then you lost to Alyssa. And I'm pretty sure at least one of those also came down to like the 10th frame or the very end. She was given heart attacks left, right, and center. Um, but you had a fantastic Sunday. So can you tell us a little, like, what were you focusing on? How were you kind of just like keeping your mental game on point on Sunday? Because you were playing more games than anyone out there um at the beginning I was really nervous so I just tried to keep calm and then I just distracted myself with like talking to people because that helped me yeah that's I was keep my mind clear from everything yeah that's fair so you say that you were nervous a lot of people even Shauna said that you like came out and you were confident people I was there watching all day Sunday and looking at you you didn't look nervous on the lane so like how were you keeping that confidence especially when some of these games are coming down to like the last frame or the last couple balls you know you have to throw a big shot what were you kind of thinking in those moments if I'm being honest I didn't watch my opponents bowl so Fair. I never knew when it came down to the last ball 
I kind of just thought that every shot was the same and I just executed them the same so that I didn't know when it came down. If you guys all saw Jesse Bailey's match, I picked up my ball after winning by one and I didn't know that I won. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Madison, so, you didn't look like that. I think yeah, that's it, like a big kind of thing for that. Maybe some of the legends that have made the cut for you to come out and for you to feel like that, but you certainly looked very confident out there. You didn't look like what you think you look like. Thank you. <laughs> Maddie, so when you went, Maddie, when, when you talk about maybe playing, like you've had such this clear mindset, it just seems really simple for you or it was simple on the weekend. But you played some big players on the weekend. And so would love to know your thoughts um, around that. I mean, you, you, you played a Hall of Famer in the, in, you know, at, the, at the end, which is incredible. You know, Alyssa's coming into her own. Jessie is just a, you know, a, a fierce uh, woman on the lanes. Like there's just, I could just go on and on about um, who you played, but like, did you ever feel a little overwhelmed around who you were playing or it was just out of sight, out of mind? Uh, it was definitely nerve wracking. Like the final playing against Jen, because I will say I watched like the TSN pins <laughs> game and then watching her bowl and then bowl against her was an amazing experience and one that I'll definitely remember for a long time. But like, mm. I kind of just tried not to think about it but it was definitely nerve-wracking. I mean, coaching by Des, is that helping? Because that seems yeah, like a Des 101 <laughs> to me. Yeah, she helped That's a lot awesome. during the Open. I'm sure, yeah. So what would be something that you would take away from this weekend or like a lesson you learned or something that you can like keep moving forward with? Definitely from my qualifying shift, after I threw the 177, I felt a little down about it, but definitely to not count yourself out after one game, just keep moving on until the last ball's thrown because you never know what could happen. Yeah. And then also I would take away how amazing the support system was everywhere. It was really nice, a nice environment. Yeah. You sound well beyond your years. <laughs> Really, really, I mean, so Maddie, you had like your YBC gold medal this year, congratulations, and your Open Nationals gold medal, congratulations, and you just had a massive success at the Diamond Ladies, so what's next for you? Um, I'm going to try, plan is to try and play more tour events, and then play Masters hopefully next season, and just kind of live in the moment still for bowling, just keep living in the moment. You're going to have a lot of moments. Mm -hmm. Thank yeah. you. I'm not a crier, and I cried on Sunday when she was done bowling. And oh. Like, oh. It was like one singular tear, but that was like more than anything. <laughs> so proud of how you played on Sunday. <laughs> Thank you. Great weekend. Great weekend. Congratulations, Maddie. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me on, and thank you for all the support. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Thanks for coming on today and we will talk to you soon. Bye. She's so cute. Oh my God. She is. Yeah. <laughs>
she is so funny. Um, okay, we get to get into some of our winners now. Let's do it. It's exciting. So we are going to first bring out our POA winner. Welcome, oh, Owen. <laughs> are you at a league or like an event? Um, well, there is a league going on, but I'm at, I'm practicing with my master's team because we leave for Newfoundland in a week and I haven't had a chance to practice with them because I've oh. been bowling all over Western Canada for the last three weeks. <laughs> well, th well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> that was Carol such like a... I was, an yeah, entry. <laughs> who, who says these podcasts podcasts are no no fun <laughs> oh my goodness well well welcome and it just you're probably writing a little bit of a you know a, a high you had one of the <laughs> best events you've ever had you yep. were the third scratch overall quali qualifier with a 2150, which I believe is like your highest eight game yep. scratch total. Absolutely. So congratulations. I had the pleasure of playing you and it was uh, amazing. Um, on the A side, you played Crystal Hibner. I don't know why I'm talking louder. Like I feel like I'm talking louder. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But you, you won against Crystal, it was 707 to 688, and then you played me on the A side and you lost that uh, match. And then yeah. you went to the B side and you played Stacy, um, and you won that, and then you went and played um, Maddie and you yeah. lost that. So you had a really, uh, really, really uh, good run. Tell us about how you felt about the weekend. Um, it was incredible. I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I only sort of went into it because Karen Armstrong said, yeah, you should do this. And I thought, I'm going to be out west anyway, because I was visiting my brother in BC for his 60th birthday. So the Calgary trip was on the way home. So I thought, yeah, why not? I'll stick around a couple extra days, try this out. There's a POA side. I like POA. I've done well in it. I thought it's more competition getting ready for Masters in Newfoundland. So. It all just sort of lined up and I thought, sure, why not? Why don't I try it? And then it was a blast. I had a, a lot of fun. Um, I think some people were having fun laughing at me when I said, yeah, I'm going to bowl again on Saturday. And they're like, why? You did so well in that first shift. I'm like, but I want to bowl. I don't like taking a day off and I should bowl. And Bill Brooks, actually, I came in with my bowling shirt on to support Karen and Shauna when they wore their Manitoba open shirts. And he looked at me and he said, why are you wearing a bowling shirt? I said, because I'm supporting Karen and Sean. He says, you're not bowling, are you? No, sir. I'm not bowling, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so that kind of goes into the next part. Like, you qualified in the very first shift on Friday afternoon, and then in not your style, had to sit <laughs> in a bowling alley all day on Saturday without throwing yep. a ball. So how did you get yourself ready knowing that you were going to be playing on Sunday? Like mentally, were you going through anything in your head on Saturday? Were you just kind of trying to stay calm, stay out of it? Like, Yeah, I, I was just trying to, I was definitely trying to stay calm and breathe and say, you know what, like, it'll be what it'll be. Um, I kept telling myself, you know, there's been times during the season where you bowled a lot and you're starting to struggle. You took a day off to rest and then you came back and just killed it. And I thought... I'm going to take that attitude that this was my day of rest and now I'm just going to come back and throw the best ball I can when I can. 
I mean, I looked at the draw and saw that I was playing Crystal in the first round on the A side, and I thought she just like killed our team in the in the open, and you know, we bowled fantastic. And what am I doing bowling against her, kind of thing? Um, and the first game was a bit of a struggle for me, but I fought through it. The second game, I came back and I felt good, and then we were pretty much tied up going into that third game. And I thought I actually have a chance. I'm just going to try to throw my ball not look at what she's doing and just concentrate on my shot, my one ball, my one time. I tell myself that. Not sure I do it, but I try to tell myself that. So, so yeah, it was it was fun. And then I was just having a blast on the Sunday. It was it was great to play, right? So, yeah. yeah. You're headed into obviously you're out of practice right now for Newfoundland. Yeah. Yeah. How are you how are you preparing for that event, Carol? Um Again, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm throwing um, as much as I can, which is something that I like to do. Um, I feel bad that I haven't had a chance to practice much with my team, but I know most of them quite well. So I'm just trying to get myself into that headspace of, again, I just got to try to throw the, the, stay in the moment of that one ball one time and just try to throw the best ball I can. So um, I'll try to practice as much as I can this next little bit and we'll see what we can do. So <laughs> now, do, do, do we have you hooked now for future WCBT events or yeah. the next uh, Diamond Ladies Classic <laughs> event? Well, definitely the next Diamond Ladies Classic event. We're already talking about all the people who uh, we're going to be bringing with us next year. Um, and um, Simone Shepard, who Stacy hooked me up with for the doubles, we'd never met before Friday. As a matter of fact, about five minutes before the game, we we're both looking around going like, Who's this person we're supposed to be bowling with? And we finally said to each other, like, are you Simone? Are you Carol? And it was like, oh, good. <laughs> That's who I'm bowling with. Um, anyway, so Simone and I are, are already planning that Simone's going to come to Manitoba for the Manitoba Open. We're going to be in a, on a baker's team together. I'm going to find a couple other people. We might throw a shift. And then I'm going to go to Regina Classic for sure, and we'll do the same thing again. So... From the Diamond Ladies Classic, I've met someone I never met before, and now we're going to start bowling together in doubles and partners that, and stuff. So that, I want to cry. Me too. <laughs> Sorry, I have Tracy. goosebumps. I have goosebumps so bad. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> awesome. That is an awesome story. Um, and so happy that you could connect with Simone. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, and I can't, when I was watching on Saturday, Simone was one of the people I was trying to cheer on. I was trying to run back and forth between Alyssa and Karen and Shauna and, and Simone. And then on Sunday, Simone and her mom came out to support me, and they were behind me cheering uh, during a couple of my games. So, like, it was just, it was it was fantastic, right? But I think that's what you were hoping for, Stacey, and it worked, yeah. right? It was it perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so thank it, you for all you did. Thank you. Yeah. Good luck in Newfoundland. We can't Thank wait to see much. you at the next event. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on the show. I love listening to your podcast. I've Thank gotten you. lots out of Coach's Corner, too. So yes, keep that we one all going. have. <laughs> She'll be back awesome. next month. Awesome. She will. Good. Awesome. Thank okay, you awesome. Thanks a lot. Carol. Thank you, okay. Carol. Bye, have Carol. a nice night. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, oh. Fab five. Fab five members. <laughs> she's she's on the podcast, or she's uh, on her league. I'm That's not, awesome. Oh, no. So all right, great. bye, Carol. Okay, bye. okay. thanks. Bye. That's Carol. Oh, I, I just got some energy. Like it's just wow.
that is love her like through and through from when I first met her on Friday to actually she was practicing on Thursday I know you guys can't believe that but she was practicing Thursday night (laughs) I met her Thursday night I don't know Carol very well but from what I've gathered of what people have told me and what I've gathered from her Facebook now that we're Facebook friends she spends a lot of time practicing at like whatever bowling alley she can get into she is there throwing balls and just working on her game so she has already signed up for next year's diamond lady she was the first person as soon as it was over she came to the counter and she said you're gonna hate me for this and people think i'm annoying but i would like to sign up for next year <laughs> that's awesome stay so good it was cute. all right yeah. well <laughs> let's keep rolling on here and bring in our scratch event winner Jen Smith. Hello. Hi, Jen. Hi, how are you? Good, your sound is loud. Yeah. I'm gonna, That's I okay. got it. Just adjust you quickly. There we go. Should be good now. Perfect. You ready? Are you all caught up? Sorry? Are you all caught up? No. Oh, <laughs> not even close. I did manage to get some time in the office today, so that was a good thing. Excellent. I'm going to do a little introduction, but I'm first going to say that uh, you don't really need an introduction, number one, <laughs> but when I tell people that I own Toppler Bowl and then Jen's playing a tournament, I say, but Jen really owns the lane. And, yeah. and I've said that for a long time. And, and after this weekend, I think that came out uh, loud and clear. So we qualified 16th by one pin. <laughs> <laughs> in 1987 and had everybody on there between you and Rhonda McKayla everybody was on the edge of their seats side A you played Alyssa first and won uh, then you played Heidi Mapstone and won then you played Tracy Smith versus Smith which was a hard match to, to it was hard to watch from. Um, and then you played Madison Jenkins to take you into the final and on the B side you played Jesse Bailey and with and lost right away. I did. <laughs> and you know what? Do you know what, Stace? I'm just trying to digest it all, honestly, because mm-hmm. this year it's been a very tough year on the lanes. I probably put in the most work I've ever done mm-hmm. for my game to have very little success. Just mentally, I wasn't. I wasn't there. I felt a lot of times I was going through the motions and I could come out and work on the game and be relaxed and execute good shots. But when I had to have good shots, they weren't there. So, which is not me at all. Usually if I need to bear down, I can bear down and find ways to get through it. But this year I just didn't have it in me. So. I took the diamond ladies and I decided whatever whatever's meant to be will be. And my God, what a roller coaster ride of emotions it was for me. To come back from many matches after one game I was down a hundred. Mm-hmm. To being up fifty after two, like that yeah. what a lot of my matches were. It was that way against Alyssa I was down after the first game. Heidi He's had me by hundred and twenty after yeah. the first game. Um, Maddie had me by 110. Like, it just normally, like, the way this year's gone, it would have been like, okay, well, 
that there's always next year. But I don't know, I just, I had it in me to bear down and execute good shots, which was a really nice way to finish the year it's been. I think you look stronger throughout the day. Like I think if anybody could go back and rewatch your matches, I think that you actually like your ball throwing and, and your consistency actually got better the more matches you played, which is, you know, not a call by you, but you did it. You played absolutely wonderful, yeah. right? Like, from, from someone who was watching all day on Saturday or on Sunday, like you could just see your intensity building throughout right. the matches as you went through round after round. It was just, you could just see that intensity growing with every single shot in every single game. Do you know what? I actually, and I felt it that match, my second game against Heidi, when I finally got that triple, I just felt a big focus change and drive change. Like, I don't know, something had just come over me. Like I was like, oh my God, it's go time. And I said, it's feeling I've not had since Masters Nationals last year. So, Jen, Jen, do you think that's because like you lost immediately your first match on the B side, right? So, like I know how you tick. So you had one lifeline, and I'm wondering if that one lifeline was the thing that did it for you as you started to kind of get in on the on the A side because you definitely started to pick up momentum, and I'm wondering. Had you had you maybe advanced on the B side, it would be interesting to see what happened because you started to gain quick momentum on the A side. And I'm, I'm wondering if it's because you knew you had only the one lifeline. That probably is the reality is, you know, like mm -hmm. going up both sides is always nice, but you mm -hmm. always want to stay alive somehow. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know what it was. I just had this mental shift like i i could feel it i could feel the determination like in my soul like i haven't had that burn in my belly all year so yeah the look in your eyes was there it hasn't been there for a long time uh, your sister just texted me that and said it was the look in jennifer's eyes but it definitely <laughs> was you definitely looked like i'm gonna want it. i'm not gonna age anybody but like maybe early 2000s jennifer <laughs> Well, you know what, like I will say, like, I know that you were disciplined in your game this year and that you took a lot of time out. You went practicing with Maddie quite a bit. Like you, you did a lot of that. And I know, you, you know, you're probably a little hard on yourself because you've been so successful um, for decades, right? For de like for decades. Mm. Um, it's interesting to me because last year coming out of Masters, you had one of like one of your best events all time. Yeah. There is this, you know, you've gone through highs in the sports where you've won national titles, you've won national team titles, like all of that. So honestly, Jen, it's okay to feel tired, yeah. right? And, and right, not be so hard on yourself. And it's so wonderful that even though maybe you didn't achieve some of the things that you hoped to this year, that you ended the season with such a gratifying experience and something like this platform, the Diamond Ladies Classic, actually ignited something inside of you. And not only that, it ignited something for others too as they start to watch. We talk about the buildup, right? That maybe you weren't at your best in the beginning of Sunday, but you slowly started to, to get there, right? And that that's teachable moments, right, for people who are even watching even something in terms of reflection, in terms of how you felt as you go approach um, 
what's what's next for you right, right. In, in the future years because obviously it showed like you still have you still have the desire mm. yeah definitely so we it's know you have to watch mark and i sat uh together sunday night and actually watched both sides of the finals so mm -hmm. it was kind of cool because same thing same as like maddie says she wasn't paying attention to what was going on i did i got up in the lane i focused on what i needed to do i came back i turned around and i focused on what i need to do not what they were doing what mm -hmm. i need to get up and do you may have been running to the washroom quite a few times <laughs> in the last like <laughs> two matches three matches Maybe because I think we filled up your water bottle at the counter uh, 12 times, but for me, you, know, you were superly focused on, on getting your steps in as well. Hydration, Stacey. Hydration. Hydration. Oh, athlete. So we know you've had like tons of success, Hall of Famer, Masters Nationals champion, countless medals. How does this tournament and this win kind of compare to some of the others? Where do you kind of put it with it's absolutely amazing to be honest because I thrive on playing the men and you take for granted like you play women in masters and stuff like that and you take for granted that the the talent that they actually carry like you just kind of and to sit back and watch like I said I said Stacy and I talked about it the cut probably 1950 would have not thought in a heartbeat at Toppler there would be 13 women over 2,000. And I text Stacy on the sun, uh, the Saturday and I was like, oh my God, would it be phenomenal to see a woman's cut over 2,000? And I didn't care if I was on the outside, but to see those scores yeah. posted was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And then to come out and act, execute on the Sunday being at the bottom of the barrel and saying, hmm, okay, it's time to play your game. Like, it's just, it's so nice to have a bunch of women together and succeed together. Jen, you talked about thriving, playing against men. This was a women's event. Did you feel that it was just as competitive? I actually felt it was more intense, mm -hmm. to be honest, mm -hmm. because we wear everything on our sleeve. We carry it in our heart and our soul, and we just yeah. were there on the moment. And so many women were there to embrace that moment with all of us, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was. I agree. Tracy and I did talk about that this week, too. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of us knew what to expect making a 16s with only women and it was yeah. quiet and you knew everybody was busting their ass and it was so competitive. I think that most of us women probably would have rather played a guy because yeah. the expert were just used to doing that when you're making a cut. This was so unheard of, so untouched and yeah, like I, I agree with I agree with both of you. It was it was highly like in your focus is different right like yeah. yeah not not to take anything again like away from women but the intensity is a lot different when you're playing against a guy like yeah. but the desire is there more so when you're playing against the ladies because a lot of them are your friends on and off the lanes and that respect 
is there whether you're on the lane or off the lane when yeah. and it's different right it is all i know is generally speaking at a wcbt event when there's like only a few women that make the cut like you're always rooting for the women because one of us kind of thing right yeah it was really stressful on sunday because like I, there was people on every single set and i'm like i can't just like cheer for, like yeah. i had no i'm like running around like bouncing around it was terrible for me yeah. it was great but it was like I'm like i don't know where to like focus my energy right now and i was just all over the place people were like you're here and there but it was just you want to see everyone succeed you want to see everyone do well and like everybody was you could just see it in the bowling alley people supporting each other and it was fantastic just the energy in there like and yeah. it was yeah. and genuine yeah that's yeah. the difference like it was so genuine it was calming it was i don't know it a completely different event i don't really have the words to say but yeah like just the aura in there was so different different vibe yeah yeah fun it was fun there was a purple haze yeah <laughs> just a yeah. cloud following everybody yes anyways beautiful well done yeah congratulations again on your win thank you so proud of you like so thank you thank you stacy means a lot this year all right. Hey, wait, gonna... what's next? Oh. Oh, what's next? That's a good question. A few soccer tournaments here and there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. See you in September. Yeah. See what September brings. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Like as far as WCPT events go, it's it's tough. Like the autumn open is definitely an easy one for me because it's here. But it's hard. Like with the boys and both boys being competitive doing one thing or another and one going one way one going the other it's hard to get it's anywhere a big else. commitment yeah. so yeah see kind of see what september brings masters for sure that's that one's a no-brainer but as for the rest of it just kind of play it by ear see what happens all right we're still working on her rethinking the open <laughs> I'm just gonna She's throw like, it out there. I don't know. <laughs> I text your sister. Text my sister. Yeah. It's Grand well, Prairie. It would be like a little vacation. And last time you made a team, I was my first year, and it was in Grand Prairie. Yeah. And you played that year oh. because I came to Calgary. And that's yeah. That's where it's going back, isn't it? Next year. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. The only thing is, it's it's hard for me because Mark's away during nationals because he's in Vegas for worlds. So yeah, the masters yeah. is kind of my time and, and we'll work on her. June is his, so. We'll just work on her. Yeah. Yeah. Need, well, enjoy the summer. I need a traveling nanny then Tracy. <laughs> sure. Like people get nannies all the time. There's lots of up and coming youth that would love to babysit. Yeah. That's right. For a legend. <laughs> For a legend. For a legend. They'd have great rates. Oh, dear. Congratulations, Jen, on, on your Thank win, you. Diamond Ladies Classic. Yeah. That's cool. All right. We'll talk to you later, Jen. Yes. Have fun at Nationals, Katie. Thanks. I will. Enjoy every moment of it. The Masters is a very good time. Yeah. Thanks. All right. 
Okay. Talk Bye. 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 All right. <laughs> we got one more set of winners waiting in the background. I saw both of them have joined us, so we'll bring them in. Hey, ladies. How's it going? Hello. Hello. So Josie and Alyssa won the first ever Diamond Ladies Classic doubles on Friday night. Super exciting. Yes. yes. <laughs> also, before I was we get so in, envious because of those glasses. Those glasses are just like so beautiful. Everybody. The funny the thing is, is that they were uh, they were posted on Facebook, and I tagged Josie in them. And I said, yeah, let's get these. And then we won. And I forgot that we were we also both kidding. Forgot. <laughs> and my dad was like, oh, yeah, like what you want was fine. But like those cups. And at the same time, I think it both clicked in their heads like, oh, my goodness, we actually won the cups. Yeah, it was, it was funny. <laughs> That's awesome. So maybe before maybe we meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> channeled it. You envisioned it. <laughs> Exactly. Our end goal was there. We knew what we wanted. <laughs> so before we get to going through kind of your tournament, uh, one other thing. Happy birthday, Alyssa. Happy birthday, Thank Alyssa. You. Big 28. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Feels like just yesterday I turned 21. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it goes so fast. I get it. I thought you were still 21. <laughs> yes. Well, Stacy thinks I'm still 21. Yeah. She uh, she pulls me aside. That I think it was a Sunday, and she said, "Yeah, last night, you know, we were talking about all the up and comings." And I was like, "What do you mean up and coming, Stacy? I'm 28." <laughs> she yeah. was like, "No, you're not." <laughs> Just take uh, it, take yeah. it. That's right. Yeah, I'm Up, <laughs> I'm an up and coming. <laughs> yes. So both of you um, played great this weekend, Josie. I know it wasn't quite exactly what you were hoping for coming out from Saskatchewan. High shift, nope. though, of 1932. <laughs> so, like, 50 points. Not, yeah. like, a significant amount away. Not horrible at all. Um, I get it. I was there. <laughs> totally get it. And then, Alyssa, you ended up playing one shift. Didn't quite go how you were expecting. So, you played the last shift on Saturday. Right? The last one? And yeah. Ended up yeah, I double shifted first... on Saturday. Yeah, qualified first overall with a 22-34. Um, you ended up losing in the first round to Jennifer Smith on the A side, but then you ran the B side with a win against Rhonda, then a win against Brittany, then a win against Maddie, then a win against Shauna, um, and then ended up playing Jen again in the very finals of the tournament where you ended up coming short, but fantastic tournament. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, at the at the end of the day, I mean, I don't like losing once, never mind twice. But you know, my track record in the finals, my win is coming. I feel it. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> You've gotten so close so many times. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. speaking first, I guess to doubles. So Friday night doubles, game three, perfect game. That's incredible. Yeah, I think there was only I was on the set with you guys. I think there was only one no tap strike. There was. There was, was only yeah, one no tap. Was it was a little bit sketchy, but we took it. it. We took it, it, it a little bit. Yeah, I, I remember that one. Um, I, how was it playing together? 
aerosol. Honestly, it was like, it was super fun. Uh, like I've met Josie a handful of times. She's very lovely, but I don't <laughs> think we've ever had the opportunity to actually ever like play in close proximity or like be partnered together or anything like that. So I wasn't, yeah. yeah, I wasn't really sure like what that dynamic was going to look like. I mean, of course, as the drinks go get flowing, you break the ice a little bit and things things get good. But yeah. yeah, I don't think that it was ever like bad. I think I was just like, oh, like, you know, I needed that Something little new. time frame to yeah get to like feel out how she plays and like what she needs for support and things like that. So once we figured that out, we just kept the ball rolling. It really only took us like half a game, I think, really to get there. But uh, but yeah, the 450 was super crazy. Uh, no tap. Yeah. Oh, might have lost her for a minute, but Josie, how was it playing with Alyssa? It was, like she said, like it was a different kind of vibe at first. Um, I can, we, can we hear me? You're good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry, I go ahead, Josie. No, that's okay. I wasn't really sure what to expect either, because like Ed, we've all, like we've played together, but we've never like moved the same way. She'll go left right. and I'll go right. Like we won't be... Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So I wasn't. But halfway through the first game, I think we both kind of opened up a little bit more. Yeah. That we were wanting. I don't think I just. Just adjusting the mic here. Struggling oh, okay. with them, I only hearing heard, you a like, little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking to see if we can get said. it. Sorry. Okay. Are it was good great. Now? <laughs> okay. It was great. Everything's good. It was fun. Everything's fine. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, yeah. I know. Like in the 450 game, I was bowling in the 10th frame, and I I threw the first one, and I got like so sweaty. I was like, this is no tap doubles. Like, it's okay. You just have to get it there. Why are you so nervous right now? Anyways, we ended up doing it. It was really great. And yeah, I had a lot of fun. But it is really different. Like, when you um, play with someone, I guess, that you're not used to playing with, right? Like, you have to learn um, what they need and what it looks like to play with them so that was a really different experience but it was really good we worked together as a team and like every time one of us had an open frame or crap like we paired it all together and then all of our runs were together too which was like the perfect team dynamic so yeah yeah our five six wasn't too great but i mean we figured it out the next few frames so fair so you guys both have had like a huge amount of success within open like you're both competitive players at the open lots of wcbt cuts you're two of the ladies who are consistently making wcbt cuts um how is this tournament different for you or how what were some things that you would take away from this one Um, i think for me the biggest difference was that like not that i don't want it in everything else but like i wanted this one extra bad and so, like, there, I guess, like, masters in the open and stuff, you do get to compete against the ladies, but, like, all the other WCBT events, it's all mixed stuff, right? So, when you got a ladies tournament, I was like, yeah, I really want this. And I think, even in my first shift, I was just, like, trying too hard, I think, is what happened. And so, trying to find that balance of...
can we still hear me? Not worried about everybody else and just like focused on what I need to do. It was the same. Um, but I guess like in this cash format, it was different. It was really awesome too to just see, you know, so many other faces and like play against so many other women that like I haven't had the opportunity to play against because maybe they don't play the open or masters or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, it was just like, it was awesome. It was different. It like, and still just as competitive, like the scoring still like from the yeah. ladies was really, really great. So, yeah, I know, um, Stacy and I, and my dad had like talked about it a bit on the Monday before we left, um, saying how like in the finals you're, you're expecting to run into those like big names who are men right like the adam webbers the pilots the bradley's people like that mitch davies but here at this tournament you don't know what to expect out of something some of these ladies like Alyssa said because they don't play those wcbt i unfortunately didn't play sunday but i could only imagine some of the stress bowling up against people that you don't know who bowled like i'm i'm young and i had never seen stacy throw before like, I hadn't seen her bowl before, so seeing her throw and make that cut, I was like, holy crap, like, Stacy can bowl, right? Like, <laughs> on, not on that Friday. I had any doubt, but like, on <laughs> only on Fridays. I, I had never, and like Rhonda, I don't think I've ever seen Rhonda bowl before. So it was a different, even just as a spectator, it was so amazing to see how, like, encouraging all the ladies were and i i'm excited i'm already excited to come back next year. <laughs> yeah. so do you have any advice for some of the actual up-and-comers not the not the you guys up-and-comers but <laughs> the next ones what's your advice for the next one? Ooh, that's a good question um I think at the end of the day, all it comes down to, no matter what tournament you're playing, is focusing on your own game. And, like, I know it's easier said than done, especially when you haven't had the experience to not be able to, like, score watch and things like that. But at the end of the day, you just need to trust your abilities and trust your own shot. And what everyone else is doing at that point is really irrelevant. Um, and that's something that I've really had to learn is that I can't control what everyone else is doing, but I can control like how I put the pressure on that person, right? Yeah. You're never going to learn the way the pressure hits you until you're in those pressure situations. So I think personally with myself, I think I started playing WCBT events when I was six. 17 and I didn't make my first cut until TPC of this past season right. I, I didn't know what the pressure was going to be like I didn't know what to expect at all going into that last game and you're never going to know that kind of pressure situation until you're in that pressure situation Right. so just do it just do it if you're scared just do it because sure. you never you never know what can happen until it's, it's, you know, it's so true. When I came out of YBC, I never made my first open 
zone team for nine years. Nine years I did not make an open zone team. Wow. But then once I did, Buckle up. <laughs> Wait, I mean, it took me a long time to learn, but yeah, I mean, it's such good, good advice, ladies. Yeah. 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 I made that TPC cut, and then I made the Regina Classic, and it was. You never know. You yes. Just, you never know. It's true. Well, congratulations on your win at doubles, and Alyssa, congratulations on second place. Incredible tournament all around. Thank you. Um, and we look forward to seeing you guys and what's next come. I know both of both you masters. Yeah. Josie's yeah. master singles, and I am on the Manitoba ladies team. That's right. So I will see you both in Newfoundland, which is exciting. One more week. <laughs> yes. We will meet you on George Street, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I'll be there. Oh, will I. <laughs> Enjoy right, the well. rest of your birthday, Alyssa. Yes, thank you so much, ladies. Okay, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. I do. Okay, good luck, guys. Bye, Bye everyone. See you. Bye. The final wrap up. There we go. Final wrap up. So, first of all, Stacy, just want to thank you for all your hard work for the Diamond Lady, the vision, the little green piece of paper. The powder yeah. puffs um, pamphlet. I'm just nobody knows what that is, but you and I know what that is. Right. And that you took the vision and you went with it. There was a lot of um, hard times, obviously, but then a lot of amazing moments to offset it. And honestly, it was a stunning event. And we just want to thank you for that and congratulate you on the success of the event. Thank you. I think. I could say one thing about the whole thing is that when we first started talking about this, it was basically like, how can we get this, give more experience to these women? And we want to include the POA. And it was so important for me to include the POA because of my best friend, Charlotte, they just don't have the events that we get to play in. Mm -hmm. And the amount of feedback I've got from them made it so worthwhile. And like some of these ladies were messaging me saying like, we were so intimidated to even think about walking into a bowling alley, let alone bowl in a lane draw with you guys, right? And we watch you guys, like Charlotte said in announcements, like she watches us on TV and, <laughs> and, and we're like famous people for them. And then they were like, oh my God, you guys are like so nice and normal, which I thought was hilarious because I, I think that everybody probably thinks that about one person or another anyways, but it, it worked out and and then seeing the final 16s and seeing that 10 people have never made a cut or made the cut like mm -hmm. it just worked out everything worked out so perfectly that it's a lot of pressure for me to put it on this well next yeah. year but but I, I was just gonna say too it's so awesome to see these players that came out that thought that maybe they were going to compete as poa players mm -hmm. and they put their money into both sides and ended up Mm -hmm. either making money on both sides or making yeah. money on the scratch side where they might not have expected and like just being able to prove that like they do belong at cash tournaments they do belong at competitive atmospheres yeah. they do have the drive and the ability and it doesn't matter what your average is there was so many people that came out that played significantly higher than their average and that came and shot personal bests or came and shot things that they weren't expecting to be able to put on the lane in a tournament setting like that. So it was just so nice to see all yeah. ability levels come together and then also like 
over exceed what their expectations were, right? Which was really nice. But I think that was the environment that we were in. Yeah. It was just a very positive environment. And, and I guess like you had to really be there to see it. And we'll just call it the purple haze race because you really had to be there to actually see. My dad's been around bowling for a long time and he was like, this event was amazing. Yeah. Like amazing for, for every single person that was in the building. We just all sweated out together. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we, we did. We did. Oh, <laughs> did we ever. <laughs> all good. Um, date change for next year, Stace? Any thoughts around Hopefully. where's your head, head around that? What did we say? Oh. The 19th, 20th, 18th, 19th, 20th, around there in April. Hopefully, like, there's no calendars out for us yet. Yeah. Generally, that's a quieter time. I know it's not interfering. I don't think it interferes with the open because Easter is early, Masters is later, and any YBC events because that's kind of my other role. Mm-hmm. Is that's that's later as well. So really, for locally, green and gold would probably be the weekend after. Yeah, Usually but it's the last week of April. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think it'll be okay. I just don't know. I think if we claim it first, we own it. So <laughs> we're gonna go for that weekend Dibs. now. sorry to put you on the spot there Katie good luck in masters have a fabulous week we'll be watching Mm -hmm. from Alberta and cheering you on and uh, good luck everyone who's competing in Newfoundland we wish you just a wonderful time lots of fun extra fun on George Street yeah and then uh, next ladies podcast is going to be July 19th so we look forward to to seeing then yeah Thank you, ladies. All right, ladies. Thanks so much. And enjoy your night. Sounds good. Thank you.